Second Chronicles 29 Hezekiah became king when he was twenty-five years old, and he reigned twenty-nine years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Abijah, the daughter of Zechariah. He did right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father David had done. In the first year of his reign, in the first month, he opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them. He brought in the priests and the Levites and gathered them into the square on the east. Then he said to them, Listen to me, O Levites. Consecrate yourselves now, and consecrate the house of the Lord, the God of your fathers, and carry the uncleanness out from the holy place. For our fathers have been unfaithful and have done evil in the sight of the Lord our God, and have forsaken him, and turned their faces away from the dwelling place of the Lord, and have turned their backs. They have also shut the doors of the porch, and put out the lamps, and have not burned incense or offered burnt offerings in the holy place to the God of Israel. Therefore the wrath of the Lord was against Judah and Jerusalem, and he has made them an object of terror, of horror, and of hissing, as you see with your own eyes. For behold, our fathers have fallen by the sword, and our sons and our daughters and our wives are in captivity for this. Now it is in my heart to make a covenant with the Lord God of Israel, that his burning anger may turn away from us. My sons, do not be negligent now, for the Lord has chosen you to stand before him, to minister to him, and to be his ministers and burn incense. Then the Levites arose, Mahath the son of Amasai, and Joel the son of Azariah, from the sons of the Kohathites, and from the sons of Merari, Kish the son of Abdi, and Azariah the son of Jehalalel, and from the Gershonites, Joah the son of Zema, and Eden the son of Joah, and from the sons of Elizaphan, Shimri, and Jeel, and from the sons of Asaph, Zechariah, and Mataniah, and from the sons of Heman, Jehiel, and Shimei, and from the sons of Jeduthun, Shemaiah, and Uziel. They assembled their brothers, consecrated themselves, and went in to cleanse the house of the Lord, according to the commandment of the king by the words of the Lord. So the priests went in to the inner part of the house of the Lord to cleanse it, and every unclean thing which they found in the temple of the Lord they brought out to the court of the house of the Lord. Then the Levites received it to carry out to the Kidron Valley. Now they began the consecration on the first day of the first month, and on the eighth day of the month they entered the porch of the Lord. Then they consecrated the house of the Lord in eight days, and finished on the sixteenth day of the first month. Then they went in to King Hezekiah and said, We have cleansed the whole house of the Lord, the altar of burnt offerings with all of its utensils, and the table of showbread with all of its utensils. Moreover, all the utensils which King Ahaz had discarded during his reign in unfaithfulness, we have prepared and consecrated. And behold, they are before the altar of the Lord. Then King Hezekiah arose early, and assembled the princes of the city, and went up to the house of the Lord. They brought seven bulls, seven rams, seven lambs, and seven male goats for a sin offering for the kingdom, and the sanctuary, and Judah. And he ordered the priests, the sons of Aaron, to offer them on the altar of the Lord. So they slaughtered the bulls, and the priests took the blood and sprinkled it on the altar. They also slaughtered the rams and sprinkled the blood on the altar. They slaughtered the lambs also and sprinkled their blood on the altar. Then they brought the male goats of the sin offering before the king and the assembly, and they laid their hands on them. The priests slaughtered them and purged the altar with their blood to atone for all Israel, for the king ordered the burnt offerings and the sin offering for all Israel. Then he stationed the Levites in the house of the Lord with cymbals, with harps, and with lyres, according to the command of David, and of Gad the king's seer, and of Nathan the prophet. For the command was from the Lord through his prophets. The Levites stood with the musical instruments of David and the priests with the trumpets. Then Hezekiah gave the order to offer the burnt offering on the altar. 
When the burnt offering began, the song of the Lord also began with the trumpets, accompanied by the instruments of David, king of Israel. While the whole assembly worshipped, the singers also sang, and the trumpets sounded. All this continued until the burnt offering was finished. Now at the completion of the burnt offering, the king and all who were present with him bowed down and worshipped. Moreover, King Hezekiah and the officials ordered the Levites to sing praises to the Lord with the words of David and Asaph the seer. So they sang praises with joy and bowed down and worshipped. Then Hezekiah said, Now that you have consecrated yourselves to the Lord, come near and bring sacrifices and thank offerings to the house of the Lord. And the assembly brought sacrifices and thank offerings, and all those who were willing brought burnt offerings. The number of the burnt offerings which the assembly brought was seventy bulls, one hundred rams, and two hundred lambs. All these were for a burnt offering to the Lord. And the consecrated things were six hundred bulls and three thousand sheep. But the priests were too few, so that they were unable to skin all the burnt offerings. Therefore their brothers, the Levites, helped them until the work was completed, until the other priests had consecrated themselves. For the Levites were more conscientious to consecrate themselves than the priests. There were also many burnt offerings with the fat of the peace offerings and with the libation for the burnt offerings. Thus the service of the house of the Lord was established again. Then Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced over what God had prepared for the people, because the thing came about suddenly. Chapter 30 Now Hezekiah sent to all Israel and Judah and wrote letters also to Ephraim and Manasseh that they should come to the house of the Lord at Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover to the Lord God of Israel. For the king and his princes and all the assembly in Jerusalem had decided to celebrate the Passover in the second month, since they could not celebrate it at that time, because the priests had not consecrated themselves in sufficient numbers, nor had the people been gathered to Jerusalem. Thus the thing was right in the sight of the king and all the assembly. So they established a decree to circulate a proclamation throughout all Israel, from Beersheba even to Dan, that they should come to celebrate the Passover to the Lord God of Israel at Jerusalem, for they had not celebrated it in great numbers as it was prescribed. The couriers went throughout all Israel and Judah with the letters from the hand of the king and his princes, even according to the commandment of the king, saying, O sons of Israel, return to the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, that he may return to those of you who escaped and are left from the hand of the kings of Assyria. Do not be like your fathers and your brothers who were unfaithful to the Lord God of their fathers, so that he made them a horror as you see. Now do not stiffen your necks like your fathers, but yield to the Lord and to enter his sanctuary which he has consecrated forever, and serve the Lord your God, that his burning anger may turn away from you. For if you return to the Lord, your brothers and your sons will find compassion before those who let them captive and will return to this land. For the Lord your God is gracious and compassionate, and will not turn his face away from you if you return to him. So the couriers passed from city to city throughout the country of Ephraim and Manasseh, and as far as Zebulun, but they laughed them to scorn and mocked them. Nevertheless, some men of Asher, Manasseh, and Zebulun humbled themselves and came to Jerusalem. The hand of God was also on Judah to give them one heart to do what the king and the princes commanded by the word of the Lord. Now many people were gathered at Jerusalem to celebrate the Feast of Unleavened Bread in the second month, a very large assembly. They rose and removed the altars which were in Jerusalem. They also removed all the incense altars and cast them into the brook Kidron. Then they slaughtered the Passover lambs on the fourteenth of the second month, and the priests and the Levites were ashamed of themselves, and consecrated themselves, and brought burnt offerings to the house of the Lord. They stood at their stations after their custom, according to the law of Moses, the man of God. 
the priests sprinkled the blood which they received from the hands of the Levites. For there were many in the assembly who had not consecrated themselves. Therefore the Levites were over the slaughter of the Passover lambs for everyone who was unclean in order to consecrate them to the Lord. For a multitude of the people, even many from Ephraim, Manasseh, Issachar, and Zebulun, had not purified themselves, yet they ate the Passover otherwise than prescribed. For Hezekiah prayed for them, saying, May the good Lord pardon every one who prepares his heart to seek God, the Lord God of his fathers, though not according to the purification rules of the sanctuary. So the Lord heard Hezekiah and healed the people. The sons of Israel present in Jerusalem celebrated the Feast of Unleavened Bread for seven days with great joy, and the Levites and the priests praised the Lord day after day with loud instruments to the Lord. Then Hezekiah spoke encouragingly to all the Levites who showed good insight in the things of the Lord. So they ate for the appointed seven days, sacrificing peace offerings and giving thanks to the Lord God of their fathers. Then the whole assembly decided to celebrate the feast another seven days, so they celebrated the seven days with joy. For Hezekiah, king of Judah, had contributed to the assembly 1,000 bulls and 7,000 sheep, and the princes had contributed to the assembly 1,000 bulls and 10,000 sheep, and a large number of priests consecrated themselves. All the assembly of Judah rejoiced with the priests and the Levites and all the assembly that came from Israel, both the sojourners who came from the land of Israel and those living in Judah. So there was great joy in Jerusalem, because there was nothing like this in Jerusalem since the days of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. Then the Levitical priests arose and blessed the people, and their voice was heard, and their prayer came to his holy dwelling place, to heaven. Chapter 31 now when all this was finished, all Israel who were present went out to the cities of Judah, broke the pillars in pieces, cut down the ashram, and pulled down the high places and the altars throughout all Judah and Benjamin, as well as in Ephraim and Manasseh, until they had destroyed them all. Then all the sons of Israel returned to their cities, each to his possession. And Hezekiah appointed the divisions of the priests and the Levites by their divisions, according to his service, both the priests and the Levites, for burnt offerings and for peace offerings, to minister and to give thanks and to praise in the gates of the camp of the Lord. He also appointed the king's portion of his good for the burnt offerings, namely for the morning and evening burnt offerings, and the burnt offerings for the Sabbaths, and for the new moons, and for the fixed festivals, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Also he commanded the people who lived in Jerusalem to give the portion due to the priests and the Levites, that they might devote themselves to the law of the Lord. As soon as the order spread, the sons of Israel provided in abundance the first fruits of the grain, new wine, oil, honey, and of all the produce of the field, and they brought in abundantly the tithe of all. The sons of Israel and Judah who lived in the cities of Judah also brought in the tithe of oxen and sheep, and the tithe of sacred gifts which were consecrated to the Lord their God, and placed them in heaps. In the third month they began to make heaps, and finished them by the seventh month. When Hezekiah and the rulers came and saw the heaps, they blessed the Lord and his people Israel. Then Hezekiah questioned the priests and the Levites concerning the heaps. Azariah the chief priest of the house of Zadok said to him, Since the contributions began to be brought into the house of the Lord, we have had enough to eat with plenty left over, for the Lord has blessed his people, and this great quantity is left over. Then Hezekiah commanded them to prepare rooms in the house of the Lord, and they prepared them. They faithfully brought in the contributions and the tithes and the consecrated things, and Conaniah the Levite was the officer in charge of them, and his brother Shimei was the second. Jehiel, Azaziah, Nahath, Asahel, Jeremoth, Josabad, Eliel, 
Ismachiah, Mahath, and Benaiah were overseers under the authority of Honaniah and Shimei, his brother, by the appointment of King Hezekiah, and Azariah was the chief officer of the house of God. Kor, the son of Imna the Levite, the keeper of the eastern gate, was over the free will offerings of God to apportion the contributions for the Lord and the most holy things. Under his authority were Eden, Meniamin, Jeshua, Shemaiah, Amariah, and Shechaniah in the cities of the priests to distribute faithfully their portions to their brothers by divisions, whether great or small, without regard to their genealogical enrollment to the males from thirty years old and upward, everyone who entered the house of the Lord for his daily obligations, for their work and their duties according to their divisions, as well as the priests who were enrolled genealogically according to their father's household, and the Levites from twenty years old and upward by their duties and their divisions. The genealogical enrollment included all their children, their wives, their sons, and their daughters for the whole assembly, for they consecrated themselves faithfully in holiness. Also for the sons of Aaron, the priest, who were in the pasture lands of their cities, or in each and every city, there were men who were designated by name to distribute portions to every male among the priests, and to everyone genealogically enrolled among the Levites. Thus Hezekiah did throughout all Judah, and he did what was good, right, and true before the Lord his God. Every work which he began in the service of the house of God, in law and in commandment, seeking his God, he did with all his heart and prospered. 1 Corinthians 8 Now concerning things sacrificed to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge makes arrogant, but love edifies. If anyone supposes that he knows anything, he is not yet known as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by him. Therefore, concerning the eating of things sacrificed to idols, we know that there is no such thing as an idol in the world, and that there is no God but one. For even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is but one God, the Father, from whom are all things, and we exist for him and one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we exist through him. However, not all men have this knowledge, but some, being accustomed to the idol until now, eat food as if it were sacrificed to an idol, and their conscience, being weak, is defiled. But food will not commend us to God. We are neither the worse if we do not eat, nor the better if we do eat. But take care that this liberty of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. For if someone sees you, who have knowledge, dining in an idol's temple, will not his conscience, if he is weak, be strengthened to eat the things sacrificed to idols? For through your knowledge he who is weak is ruined, the brother for whose sake Christ died. And so, by sinning against the brethren and wounding their conscience when it is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food causes my brother to stumble, I will never eat meat again, so that I will not cause my brother to stumble.